Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Don Henley with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. I'm going to see some uh, Thunder Boom Booms throughout the area. You like Thunder Boom Booms, Max? I much prefer Thunderstorms. Uh, and uh, it's going to be a little muggy. You can feel it getting muggy out there right now. Yes, I don't you like, can. I don't like that. I don't like that sticky, sticky feeling. I like a, a good dry day. But I uh, could see a chance of a thunderstorm today. Uh, definitely a thunderstorm for tomorrow, and then things cool off a little bit with a high of 74. It's 63 in downtown Springfield. By the end of the show, someone is going to know whether they're going to go see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park. Who's Paul McCartney? He was uh, in this band. Was he in the Dave Clark Five? Yes. Did he sing... He did he sing uh, Glad All Over? He did. Actually, I think John Lennon wrote that. I don't know who wrote that. But anyway, yes, Paul McCartney tickets given away on this show today. Also, uh, comedian Marty uh, Marty Caproni will be here. You almost forgot his last name. I almost said uh, Marty McSorley, which he was not uh, not a comedian. No, no, no. That's uh, You're thinking of the guy that used to be on 60 Minutes that looked like a dinosaur. No, 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 no. That's Morley Safer. <laughs> But you're very close. No, that's the word you use when uh, you're you're seeing all those guys up at Swallow Hollow. Uh, no, Steve, I think you're thinking about a safe word, and ah. you know a hell of a lot more about that than I would. Ooh. So there's that and some more this morning. It's 537 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 in Kansas. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be cloudy today. You have a chance of a thunderstorm in the afternoon, and then thunderstorms tomorrow with a high of 77. It's 63 right now in downtown Springfield. You know what time of the year it is, Bax? <sighs> time to give away Paul McCartney tickets? Well, we can do that after 7. Oh, right? okay. We'll do that later. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, well, it's a three-day weekend. I know that. Are you talking about Memorial Day? It's the weekend. I, uh, you know, this is the uh, unofficial start of summer. People uh, this weekend, you know, are going to open up their pools in the rain and uh, <laughs> get ready for uh, whatever this weekend holds. I have no real plans at all. And no. you know what? You know what? I kind of like it. I uh, I don't have any plans either, except uh, the fact that I was telling you yesterday, I'm taking my kid uh, for her birthday to the mall and the movies with her friends. That's a big day, isn't it? It's a huge day, and uh, now you take- I don't know if I would rather set up a bunch of tents and chairs in my yard that nobody's going to use for a party, or take a bunch of preteens to the mall and the movies. Now, um, that's like, if I'm not mistaken, that's like two separate things, because if I'm not mistaken, Holyoke doesn't have a movie theater, Correct. Yes, uh, that would have to go to either West Springfield or maybe downtown Springfield or, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, thankfully, you know, West Springfield is close. Listen, I like spending loads of money on uh, movies. Who doesn't? Well, you know what? Maybe I'll let them go see a movie and then go see one I want to see. You could do that. Maybe I could see that Top Gun Maverick movie. I would love to shell out $13.50 for that. Well, what movie do your kids want to see? I don't even know. That's and I was I was like, let me see. Let me just uh, look and see. Movies, uh, Springfield. Uh, movies in Springfield. Let's see what's out there. Top Gun Maverick, right? Yep. Which is probably being shown in five theaters. The Bob's Burgers movie. I didn't even know that show had a <laughs> had, had movie no idea. status. Yeah. Do you ever watch Bob Bur- Bob's Burgers? I've tried. It's not bad. 
It's actually a pretty good show. The times it's, I've watched it, it just didn't it didn't uh, do very much for me. No. You know, it's not like a family guy or even the Simpsons where I say, okay, this is at least entertaining. I bet you they'll want to see Jurassic World or the Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor uh, Strange thing. Okay. So, yeah, because the kids are into that stuff. You know, the 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 multiverse stuff. Sure. So, anyway, I got to take them to the movies and I got to take them to the thing. And then probably take them out to eat somewhere. I don't even know where that's going to be. Wait a minute. This is a very expensive day for you. Yes. If they go to the if they go to the mall, let's say they uh, you know, one of your kids wants something, yeah. especially the birthday girl, yeah. and she wants something, say, like uh, at a very expensive store, say like, oh, I don't know, uh, the Apple store. Dolce & Gabbana. Right. I don't think they have one of those. I don't, think they, I don't think they do. Saks Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Tiffany's. <laughs> Nordstrom's. Yeah, you'll get something at Cinnabon and like it. Um, Ames. Yeah, Ames. Caldor. Yeah. Um, this is going to wind up being a very big expense for you. Yeah, but it's also a big expense when I throw a party. And and it's like, and I'm sure, like, even this year, it would be just as expensive as doing all these things that I'm going to do taking, taking this kid out yep. with the friends. Because usually it's, I'm buying food, I'm buying drinks. And, and I'm buying things that I overbuy all the time because you always want to make sure you have enough. And then all of a sudden, there's like a whole case of Shasta Cola left in the cooler. Like nobody's going to do. Who's going to drink that Shasta Cola? Well, you're the one who bought it thinking, well, if I'm going to buy a bunch of soda, it better be the cheap stuff. Well, I would never buy it for myself. I always buy it for other people. I'm not going to. That's the last time you gonna, had a Shasta. I'm not going to give you a high-end Coca-Cola at my house. <laughs> it's either yeah. Shasta or Fanta. Yeah. Those are your two choices. Or whatever that price right thing is, the no frills soda. The one that just says just yeah. cola on it. It, it would have cost me just as much to do all that than it would be to do this. And you know what? I don't have to worry about cleaning up. It's just you, you know maybe maybe cleaning up the car, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. See, but even either either way, you've reached a glorious time in your children's life. Yeah. How many times have you been to a birthday party for a one or two year old? And the uh, and the parent, you know, because it's like their first child, go completely overboard with that uh, with that uh, with that party because they want to right they want to make lasting memories. Yeah, I've seen part. I've been to like you know, birthday parties for like a one year old where there were pony rides and a bounce house yeah. and all the things that a one year old child should never be allowed on and will have no recollection I, of as they I get know. older. I had friends that did that. You know, we we made a big deal of it, uh, but not to that level. Yeah. Not to the... We, the bounce house didn't come until they were five. Like, it didn't show up uh, uh, at a party until mm-hmm. they were five. And that was a pain in the ass. That whole process, I rented off this guy. And, he, and granted, it had nothing... The guy was nice enough to come, you know, uh, come up and, and, and help you out. Right. But... You know, setting up that damn bounce house the night before. It was one of these huge ones. It was the Princess Castle, you know, and we're going to spend $250 on this thing to rent it for the day or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I set this thing up on the front lawn, and I can't get the air to go into it. I don't know what was wrong with it. And then the guy had to eventually come out to my house and help me figure out how to do it. 
<laughs> I wouldn't do that for any if my kids weren't using it like a one year old. Sure, I'm not going to buy that. I I remember a couple I knew. It was their first child. Kid was going to turn one. They rented a hall. They had elaborate decorations. They spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have it catered with very good food. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sitting there going, does this one-year-old kid going to have any memories of this? Or is this just a costly expense for the parents? Because there's an expectation you got to throw a big party for the one-year-old. And that's the thing. It's not a bad thing to have a bunch of people over for a one-year-old's birthday party because... You know, yeah. people are part of your life, and, and you fine. want to, you know, you want to share that special day with them. But the, like you were just saying, the the elaborate setup of all these things, completely unnecessary. They had to spend couple a couple of thousand dollars yeah. on this party, and and all I'm thinking is like you you probably spent slightly more than a third on your wedding than what you spent yeah. on this one year old's birthday, of which. Unless you take a bunch of pictures, uh, no one will have any recollection of. And there were probably about 150 people there. Yeah. For a one-year-old. I couldn't understand that in the least. But uh, the food was good, so I, I stopped complaining the moment uh, everyone say, please, uh, you, know, you, 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 can, you can now eat. Yes. My complaints you- ended, but I was still going, this is, yeah, this, well, is, this is too much. So well, now you've reached that age where the kid doesn't <laughs> want a party. Yeah. They'll find other ways of, uh, of well, extracting money out of you. The funny thing is I said to my kid maybe maybe four years ago, you know, when they were still in that little kid phase. Yep. I'm like, you know, one day you're just not going to have a party and you're just going to. And then it was like, don't say that. Don't ever <laughs> say. Like they, like in their head at that age, they're like, oh, what a party. And I'm like, okay, fine, you're going to have a party. And sure enough, yep. this year was like, you know what? I don't really want a party. Can we just go hang out with my friends? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a psychic. And, I'm like Miss Cleo. Yeah. I could have seen that crap coming from years ago. And Dad, would you mind paying for it all? Yeah, I'd be like Miss Cleo. Hello, darling. <laughs> That's right. You're not gonna want a birthday party in two years. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe you planted a seed in the kid's head. That maybe they don't really want a party. Yeah. Who's this party for? Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm like really good at subliminal parenting. Maybe. Like, I was setting the seeds years ago. I'm like, you know what? One day you're not going to have a mom. You know, and, then like, <laughs> and they're like, no, don't say that. That, and that would like, never happen. And then it comes along and they're like, oh, I guess you're right. I yeah. guess you, <laughs> you should see this coming all along. Dad Dad has the worst surprises. <laughs> yeah, he is the worst dad ever. <laughs> it's 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 628 and the doors. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Warm today, but cloudy and a high of 79. Possible chance of thunderstorm late in the day. And then thunderstorms tomorrow on a high of 77. It's 63 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Dave is off today. Back on Tuesday, we would say Monday, but we're all off on Monday because of Memorial Day. Do we have to say where he is and what he's doing? I don't even know where he is or what he's doing. Uh, I assume he's probably uh, riding his bike from Enfield to Forest Park to look at that pole again. Uh, later well, on, this- <laughs> no, I, when I was out every day, it was like, well, Steve's in Hilton Head, you know, like, letting everybody yeah. know that I'm not home so you can go rob my house if yeah, you want to. If you want to yeah. rifle through his belongings, yeah. now, this, now is the time to do it. Uh, Marty Caproni will be joining us around uh, 745 this morning. That's always great to have uh, Marty with us. And also around 850, comedian Paul Mercurio coming to uh, the Comics Roadhouse. I believe. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. So uh, we're talking to Paul. And then uh, speaking of uh, Paul's, a guy who knows Paul Mercurio, 
Paul McCartney coming to Fan Friendly Fenway Park Damn. later on this morning, maybe about a half an hour from now, maybe mm-hmm. uh, 35, 40 minutes from now. Uh, we will open up the phones and see if we can find out whether you have been writing the names down for the five famous Pauls right. to go see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park. You want to take some bets on this? All right. Uh, okay, sure. Do you think we will have a winner during that time, during that 7 o'clock hour, when, like at the top of the hour when we come back and do all that? Do you think we will have a winner in that time frame? Well, Steve, based upon the enormity of the radio audience and uh, the zeal in which they are so excited about Paul McCartney tickets, our cum, whatever, uh, I am going to say, yes, we will. Yes, we will. We most definitely (coughs) will. I'm going to guess no. No? No. What kind of uh, confidence do you have in our audience? Uh, I've been to work releases. I don't even know if the work releases represent the full scope of well, our audience. I'm just saying. Because yeah. I have a hard time believing that everybody in our audience would show I, up to a bar serving free food and get there with Gladware containers to take the to take slop home with them. I have met some very interesting people in this world. Oh, yeah, I know. I listen I know. to this show, oh, and uh, I'm just saying. We may not get an answer at the, at the next hour. I would like to have enough confidence. Uh-huh. In our audience, yeah, to assume that they may be intelligent enough to figure out how this contest operates. Look at you making these assumptions. Oh, I'm towing the company yeah. line. Make yeah. no mistake. But I'm saying I'm going to put a level of trust in our audience that we will have a winner after seven o'clock today. All right, Bax, we will see. Yes, we will. It's seven uh, six thirty one. News is next on Rock one hundred two. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. Well, have lots of thirty. Five with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Jay Smeagle Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A bipartisan group of senators is considering how Congress should respond to the horrific shooting of 19 school children and two teachers in Texas. The senators are restarting gun control talks that have broken down many, many times before. Democrats and Republicans say they hope to find a consensus on legislation that can help reduce the number of mass shootings in the U.S. The senators have narrowed the discussion to a few ideas, some of them based on legislation they have been working on for years, such as expanded background checks or red flag laws that keep guns away from people who could do harm. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about this the next time it happens. I'm I'm sure, because don't they say, don't we arrive at that conclusion every time something like this happens and then nothing gets done until the next time something tragic happens and we have the same exact discussion over and over again? And then uh, somebody gets paid by a gun company and then we uh, we don't do anything about it. That is correct. A uh, 17-year-old woman was arrested Wednesday night after detectives learned she was in possession of illegal firearms. According to the Springfield Police, the Firearms Investigation Unit seized three ghost guns. Ghosts! Uh, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for them meddling kids. Four extended magazines. Is that like uh, the special edition of uh, L or uh, Us Weekly? I don't know. They usually don't give you much more than like a three-year subscription. US, was it Us Weekly or U.S. Weekly? I never figured that one out. I always thought it was uh, Us yeah. Weekly. I think it's U.S. Weekly. Could be. I don't know, but it's about Hollywood, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, marijuana and $7,500 from a 17-year-old woman in the area of 0 through 100 Amity Court. She doesn't have an exact address. She just lives somewhere between 0 and 100. So where did she keep all the parts for her ghost gun? 
they can't take. They can't even talk about this because uh, the people are underage. So, but yes. yet the story refers to her as a seventeen-year-old woman. Yeah, but the other people involved. There's other people. Involved. I see. Yeah. Yes. A uh, body was found at Chicopee of a 25-year-old man on Wednesday. Hamden DA office spokesman Jim Lydon said that a body of 25-year-old man was discovered in Chicopee. There is no foul play suspected at this time. The victim's identity has not been released and no other information is provided. A student at Holyoke's Veritas Prep School has been suspended after bringing a toy gun to the school on Wednesday. Holyoke Public School Superintendent Anthony Soto sent a letter to uh, the student's families Thursday. I'm going to read the whole letter. You ready? Yes. Dear HPS families, which almost sounds like uh, HPV, but it's not. It's not. It's not. I am writing to remind you that Holyoke Public Schools prohibits anyone from bringing a toy slash replica gun or weapon of any kind to school. Please be aware that any toy weapons found on school property will be confiscated. Students will also face other consequences for possessing or using toy weapons while on school property per the HPS student handbook. This is a very serious matter with potentially serious consequences. We encourage all families to speak with their children about proper behavior and safety at school, as well as on buses and school grounds. We appreciate your help and support as we work to keep our schools safe. Anthony Soto, the superintendent of public schools. Toy gun. You, uh, have you ever seen some toy guns? Like yeah. in the past, when you were a kid, you had yeah. a toy gun? Mm-hmm. Didn't uh, look anything uh, other than like a real gun. I had some guns as a uh, toy guns as a kid. Could have passed for a real gun anytime. Yeah, I once uh, stole a gun from a neighbor kid, a toy gun. Right. And then I got caught, and then I had to give it back. This it is a die cast metal, looked like a real rifle. Right? Yeah. Right? I remember having uh, an official uh, Planet of the Apes pistol. Ooh, look it actually it. had like a the Planet of the Apes on the uh, on the stock, yeah, yeah, you know, on the on the handle there, and uh, it was a it was a badass cap gun, but it still looked like a gun. And then uh, toy makers realized, hey, you know what? Maybe we should make our toy guns not look like real guns. That's why they've got, you know, like uh, like they're made of you know pink plastic. Yeah. But if in a, in a in a bad situation, in a uh, in a environment in which people are have a heightened sensitivity. Uh, bringing a toy gun to school is probably a really stupid idea, even from the smartest kids. Yeah, it's uh, keep your guns at home. Check your guns at the door, yeah. kids. This is why I think like show and tell at school probably should just uh, go away. Probably, you know, because yeah. there's always going to be some kid that's going to bring in his, uh, you know, his throwing stars or his, you know, parents' uh, nunchucks or, uh, <coughs> you know, some other weaponry. Nunchucks. That's right. Those will kick your ass, you know. They get those little spikes on the end of them. If you uh, clock yourself in the noggin with one of them handles, you know, you think you're like Bruce Lee and stuff, and you hit yourself yeah. in the head, that's going to leave a mark. It probably a will. A big, fat mark. Caregivers are needed after 28 guinea pigs were taken to Dakin Humane Society after a person found them in a box by a dumpster Wednesday. The group includes adult babies, adults and babies with adult babies. I was describing this show. Uh, The group includes adults and babies with more than 20 of them testing positive for ringworm, which is a fungus that uh, and does not create worms of any kind in the patient. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one my my guinea pig had. Uh, that we had to bring back to Petco. But he's fine now, right? Uh, 
Yeah, he's fine now. She's fine. She's fine now, right? She's fine now, but uh, what a pain in the ass that whole thing was. Because you had to wait like three weeks. They had to get antifungal treatment. uh, But do you see what this is, Steve? What? This is an opportunity for you to bring more guinea pigs into the house. I was thinking about this when I read this story. I'm like, I better not let my kids see this because we're going to have a a gaggle. We're going to have 29 guinea pigs in the house. And we're not doing that. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Foster caregivers are needed to help give medications daily and provide twice weekly baths for approximately two to three months. Yes, sign me up, please. You won't give your kids. You won't throw your kids a party, and now you won't get them extra guinea pigs. Housing, food, and medication will be provided. Uh, adoption fees are being waived for the guinea pigs that are already on site. Steve, this is perfect for you. No, yeah. no adoption fees. Mm. The guinea pig you have is all of a sudden going to yeah. be, uh, you know, socialized yeah. in, a, no. in, a, in, a, no. in a group setting. No, no. Get get no. half of them. No, no. I'm not taking fourteen of them. Get ten. No, I'm not taking. How about, Ten of them. How would you feel about five? No, I wouldn't even take one. I wouldn't even take uh, a ringworm scab from one of them. This is going to be the worst Memorial Day weekend your kids will ever have. They're going to be crying all weekend long because yeah. Dad didn't go pick up 28 guinea pigs from Dakin. Yeah, and didn't uh, present them at the party he's not going to throw. Yeah, what, what did you want for your birthday? 28 guinea pigs? I'm sorry, they only had roller skates. And this basketball. So now enjoy your birthday. A uh, 22 News viewer provided an update on the Fox family living in her Chicopee yard. Mrs. Doolittle, as her son calls her. Really? Yeah, it's not really her name. I would hope not. Uh, told 22 News a mama fox is taking care of five of her pups and living under her shed and in a foxhole out in their field. She enjoys watching them play, which is every day between 5 and 7 a.m. and again from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, they're commuter fox. Sure. We're doing this before we go to work for the day. <laughs> uh, the homeowners moved their... Homeowners tra- is what? The homeowners moved their tractor from the shed uh, to into the garage so they wouldn't disturb the foxes. However, they say it now smells like dead animals and hope the foxes move out. According to Mass Wildlife, the family will not become independent until the fall. They feed on small rodents, squirrels, rabbits, birds, eggs, insects, vegetation, fruit, and dead animals. They also store extra food in storage sites and often dig it up and relocate it. Uh, who is the reporter in the story? Is that like me finding a ham sandwich in the couch? Yes, yes. Oh, I buried this uh, earlier. I oh, it's right here. <laughs> it must have dropped it. Did the uh, did the fox make a statement? Uh, yes, it had uh, very much to say, and we do have the audio for now. Hear this. What does the fox say? Bing 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 bing. What the fox say? That's exactly what they said. Yeah, I bet it is. You know the the headline though on uh, on Twenty Two News. Let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can figure this out. I pull this up because I saw the headline yesterday. I took a screenshot of it because it never doesn't have the headline. Like once you click on the story, the headline is gone. Right. But the headline said tips to avoid conflicts with foxes in your yard. Do not call that fox's wife a slut. <laughs> That's a really good piece of advice. That's a real good piece of advice. <laughs> you want to go out there and you'd be like, hey, you, fox, your wife's a slut. And the fox says, what does the fox say? Bing, 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 b
Anyway, that's what I'm the losing. fox would say. <clears throat> I was just losing it there for a second. I just, uh, just, just choked on my spit. It's all right, Steve. Yeah. I have no problem carrying the show. Uh, well, you and everybody else. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today it is going to be. <laughs> It's going to be uh, cloudy with a high of 79 tomorrow, rain showers and thunderstorms and a high of 77. It is 63 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. You've got three days. It's uh, going to be cloudy today with some thunderstorms late in the day at a high of 79 tomorrow, some thunderstorms and a high of 77. Uh, it is 63 in downtown Springfield. The uh, the daily podcast will be going up later on this morning. You can uh, find the uh, the daily podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or on rock102.com. You never have to miss the show again, and you can listen to it when you damn well feel like it. Backstage musical podcast this week. My guests have been R. Stevie Moore, the godfather of home recordings. He's uh, released over 400 double albums during uh, his career, which started in 1969. It's a fascinating interview. And on Monday, I'm going to be talking to uh, John Caffiero. John Caffiero is leader of a band called Osaka Popstar, which is like a punk rock supergroup. But what's really interesting about his uh, his career, and they just uh, released a new EP, but what's really interesting is he is the manager of the band The Misfits, and he also manages the estate of Didi Ramone from The Ramones. Actually, a really interesting guy, and that'll be up on Monday morning on all of those platforms on rock102.com. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Hey, uh, some uh, some sad news uh, in Springfield. Uh, Nicola Nick Caputo, founder of the well-known restaurant Red Rose Pizzeria in Springfield, has passed away. Caputo is survived by his wife, uh, Etta Cupo, daughters Rita and Carmela, his son Tony, along with other relatives and friends, and uh, Mayor Dominic Sarno released a statement Thursday night expressing he and his family uh, condolences. And, of course, you know, Dom goes into his usual uh, heartfelt, you know, responses to, to sure. these to these types of things, and you know, he 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 knows everybody's name. I'm always so impressed that he remembers. You know who you. I, then the weird thing is, he thought I was Bobby Booyah for like ten years <laughs> until he figured out his name is Steve Nagel. That's the, that Bobby Booyah was from ten years ago. You're right, right. Uh, but uh, I'm always impressed. You know the way he he kind of does these things. But yeah, that's a that's a loss for the area. I mean, it, it's it's an iconic restaurant. It is. Uh, you know, it's the place to go when you're going to an event at the Civic or Civic Center at the Mass Mutual Center. Yeah. Look at me dating myself. Well, I mean, it's and it's it's still gonna go on. It's one. Of yeah. the, it's one of the biggest success stories in Springfield restaurant history. It is, but there's a piece of that that is now missing because you know. I mean, the legacy does live on, but it, it it's like yeah. you know, it's 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 a sad it's a sad thing, and we our our uh, sympathies go out to the yeah. But abs- absolutely, one of the most iconic uh, eateries in the area is uh, is Red Rose Pizza. I could eat their salad all day long. Salad? Who just eats salad? I could eat that salad every single day. You know what it is? It's like an Olive Garden that's delicious. <laughs> That actually has flavor if, to its food. If, yeah, if you the, could, if you could, if you could class up an Olive Garden and yeah. make it something you know, substantially worthwhile make and it, fantastic, and make it someone plate people want to go to. Yes, exactly. That it, would be Red that, Rose. That would be Red Rose. Everything that Olive Garden is not yeah. is at the Red Rose, one of yeah. the best uh, pizza places in the area. Well, our sympathies go out to the uh, the, the Caputo family, and uh, and of course, again, good job, Dom Sarno for 
characterizing that. Coming up next hour, someone is going to win Paul McCartney tickets, and it might just be you. Our famous Paul's contest uh, wraps up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight is game six of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. The game is being played in Boston. The Celtics are ahead of this series three games to two. Now, I've crunched the numbers. Since this is a seven-game series, winning four of those games would be enough to put a team into the NBA Finals. Losing tonight and Game 7 on Sunday, if necessary, would prevent you from advancing into the finals, where then you would face the Golden State Warriors who are anxiously awaiting the outcome to find out who stands in their way of another championship of their own. Now, not uh, not being a fan of a seventh game deciding game on the road, I would much rather see the Celtics uh, bury these miserable rat bastards tonight at home. Not because it'll change the way I celebrate or burn trash receptacles or what have you. I want to win at home tonight, so there are no chances that they would lose on Sunday. You see my logic on this one? If the Celtics can eliminate Miami tonight during Game 6, Miami will then have no more opportunities to take the Eastern Conference Championship away from the Boston Celtics. Win tonight, it's all over. To me, that's a much better scenario than enduring the additional anxiety and gut-wrenching anticipation of things potentially going wrong, which it could. This is why you should always strike while the iron is hot, and right now the iron is on fire. Granted, Marcus Smart listed as questionable for tonight with a bad ankle and Robert Williams III questionable with a bum knee, but there's still a lot of other guys in the team that certainly know how to play basketball without those guys. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, I could go on. Those guys could cause serious damage, and based upon my exhaustive calculations, I think they should. We don't need to be playing a seventh game and deciding it all on Sunday night in Miami. We should be ending this thing by ripping Miami to shreds and crushing their already depleted souls tonight at the Garden without hesitation. Can we do that? I sure hope so. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. What's the best lawnmower out there? The New York Times says it's the Eagle battery-powered mower. No smelly, costly gasoline, no noise, perfect cut. The place to get an Ego or any style mowers at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware, your outdoor power equipment headquarters. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 709 and Paul McCartney and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be... Who's Paul McCartney? Never heard that song before. Never? Never. It's going to be uh, cloudy today with a chance of a thunderstorm and late in the day and a high of 79. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 77. It is 63 right now in downtown Springfield. I think we are all aware that Paul McCartney is going to be at Fenway Park on June 7th. That is uh, literally right around the corner. Not very far from today. June 7th at Fan Friendly Fenway Park. Fan Friendly Fenway Park. Thanks to the folks at Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics, we not only have tickets to see Paul McCartney at Fenway, we will also toss in a $102 uh, gas card Mm -hmm. uh, with our famous Paul's game. Now, all week long, we have been playing uh, voices of famous Paul's. Mm -hmm. There's five of them. It's your job yeah. to let us know who fi- who all five of them are. Right. Now, and now let me just uh, point this out. That $102 in gas card yes. will get you all the way to Charlton, and then you'll have to take something else to get <laughs> you there. You may have yeah. to find another right. way to pay for the remaining at, costly at gasoline. Four, to get at back. 449 a gallon. Now, 
you said you didn't think that we would get a winner right away. I don't think we will. 293-1021. No. Uh, that's the number. I think we will. And just to just to kind of prove my point, yeah. uh, I'm going to uh, to play, uh, hopefully, not in, in, in its entirety, uh, Rubber Soul by the Beatles. Okay. Okay. And if we go through all 14 songs in that album, uh-huh. then I will give you $10. Get up. I'm, I am you, you are on. $10. And if I'm wrong, you will not get anything. Okay. All Fair right. enough. All that right. seems perfectly fine. All right. All right. So 293 1021. This is what we're going to do. All right. So let's uh, go to the phones, see what we got here. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Mulva from Wilbraham. Mulva? Yes. Did you say Mulva? That she? She said uh, she said Mulva. Are you sure your name isn't Celeste? How about... No, it's Mulva. Could, right. could it be Bovary? <laughs> or is it... <laughs> Dolores! Of there course. All right, Mulva. All right, Mulva. Uh, you, 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 I assume you've heard all five of the famous Pauls? I have. All right, so let's uh, let's go through who you think it is. Okay, go. I think it is Polly Walnut. Is one of them. that's one of them. What about the other? What about the other ones? There was five Paul. of them. Five Pauls. Paul Newman. That is one of them. Um, Paul Rubin. Yes. Okay. Two more. I'm surprised somebody picked up the Pee Wee Herman thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Go ahead. Paul Schaefer. Yes. Yes. And Paul Rudd. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. How does that five out in a row even happen? Malva, this is unbelievable. Excited. You're going to go see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park. And you get $102 in gas that'll get you all the way to Charlton. <laughs> and then you'll have to find some other method to get there. That is... Um, well, thanks, guys. That is... You're the first caller, and Steve thought it would, this would take all day long to get. Way to go. And I, and I now owe him an imaginary $10. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, that's just fantastic. Well, congratulations, Malva. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get all your information. Congratulations, and thanks for playing along. Thank you so much. All right, just All right. just hang on the line for us. We'll be with you in a few minutes. Actually, yeah. uh, well, we'll, well, actually, we we'll, should we'll take, take a break, a, take and a break, I'll get, get yeah, I'll get, I'll get the information and all that it's stuff. It's 7-13. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. G- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 7-19 and the James Gang. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It is going to be uh, cloudy today with a uh, high of 79 and then a chance of some disruption. Can't even say that right. Thunderstorm, thunder boom boom. Late in the day, and then thunder boom booms tomorrow oh, with a high God. of seventy-seven. It is uh, sixty-three in downtown Springfield. I can't believe that. First, uh, first caller out of the gates gets all five Pauls correct. Way to go, uh, Mulva from Wilbraham. She's going to go see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park. Thanks again to uh, the folks at uh, Nor'easter Organic Life for helping us out. Brett knows grow. And now uh, Mulva knows Paul McCartney. So where to go? You Nicely know done. We haven't really done a lot of Seinfeld references in the last uh, four months or so. Uh, I'm kind of away from that. Well, I, was, I mean, we haven't uh, totally uh, divorced ourselves from that. I mean, it's still 
still there? I uh, legit, uh, you know, I'm just like uh, more apt to give uh, references to Kate and Leopold or, uh, you know, some other kind of yeah. uh, movie. Yeah, uh, something like Steel Magnolias or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, uh, yeah. Shelby, open your eyes, Shelby. You know, when she was having the diabetic yeah. episode and they were trying to give her orange juice. Oh, oh my- open your eyes, Shelby. Open your eyes, Shelby. That's my famous uh, favorite uh, romantic uh, comedy, or, by or the way. Or the color purple. You told Harpo to beat me. <laughs> I love yeah. Forget Seinfeld. That show sucks. Listen. It's, the color purple's where it's at. We, maybe we should focus on a, a show that's slightly more contemporary. You know, one that hasn't been off the air in 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe, we, maybe we should uh, figure that out. Maybe. Yeah. Um, let's. <laughs> comedian Marty Mc, uh, Marty McSorley. I was going to say Marty McSorley again. Marty Caproni will be joining us a little bit later on this hour. And then next hour. Uh, comedian Paul Mercurio is going to be coming to uh, the Comics Roadhouse. Yeah. Not famous enough, Paul, to be included in our promo, but famous enough that he's oh, actually kind of like the six degrees of Paul Mercurio. Paul Mercurio opens for The Late Show. Also used to open for David Letterman at The Late Show. Who was on stage with Paul Schaefer? Yeah, and we met him. That? We met him uh, when he was, o- was the uh, he was the opener for The Daily Show. Yeah. That's how we met him. Years ago Years at Comedy ago. Central, yeah, and that's uh, and and we met uh, Tom Cotter in that same uh, that same weekend. Oh, that guy sucks. Man, <laughs> we've only we've only had the dude yeah. on the show for like the last twenty three years. He lost a million dollars to a group of dogs. How does that make you? Yeah, feel? but he'll be the first to tell you they, they were I dogs know. that didn't even realize they were in a contest. And the dogs that are like, "What am I going to do with a million dollars now?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so we. we that the contest was I was like kind of like a little upset about that like the way it like I was really hoping that this would go on because again I remember myself yes from so many years ago uh when you had when Rock 102 before I even worked here before I was even in radio I listened to this station and you guys did this 30 years of classic rock. I think it was like, I think it was maybe the first or second year that you were here. That could be, yeah. And um, it was 30 years of classic rock, and it was a clip, and it was a clip of uh, like 30 years of classic rock. Five different people that you had to identify, but each person was saying a different word. So somebody said 30 years of classic rock, and it was all different. Yeah. And I always think those contests are great because it not only it's not only you just calling in and being a caller number. It takes time and and you really put yourself I you know how many I wound up recording the radio to go back and listen and I still couldn't figure it out. But think about all the time I spent on that. Steve, your your innate <laughs> nerd is starting to show. Well, I'm I'm Starting to show? I've, well, I mean, I've you really a, laid it out there. Was like, I recorded another video. I did. That's, I, that's I, pathetic. Is it really pathetic, or is this well, the way you know, that people I, listen to us, and that's how we need to, you know, do these contests? I, as a kid, yeah, never called a radio station to win a contest. What? Ever? I never did. No, I never did it. You know, I, wanna, I call. I called to make a request. Yeah, that never got played, and then I realized, well, I'm going to call that guy again, uh, change my voice around. And make it sound like two people have requested the same exact obscure song. 
I illegally won $93.10 from 93Q up in Syracuse when I was, uh, I think I was like 14 or 15. Did you win it from Dave? You know, Dave used to be in Syracuse. I don't know if you were aware of that. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Well, listen carefully. Sometimes from time to time he drops that in. There should be like bomb sound effects every time he (laughs) says things like that. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Eddie, what was I getting at? I was getting at, I don't even remember. <laughs> you, you tried oh, to yeah. win a contest. No, I won a contest. I did. I, I Okay, I was like 16 because I could drive. I know I could drive. Okay. And I had to drive all the way. I won the contest and I lied to them and told them I was 18. And because you had to be 18 or over to win money. Sure. Like you couldn't just win money. They didn't even check my ID. I just went there and they gave me a check for $93.10 and it was like, I'm 16, 93. It's 1995. <laughs> I have I have a million dollars. Like well, it was so great. I think the most naive thing I ever did was the very day I walked into a radio station yeah. uh, like literally off the street and says, "Hi, I'd like to have a job." Yeah, and they hired me, which it, was the stupidest which, thing I've ever seen well, in my life. We pretty much hire any deadbeat off the street. Well, yeah, but clearly this, it wasn't even this com- uh, this company. It was uh, something totally different. And but, uh, yeah, well, I you know I was uh, I've I've always been a, a little radio nerd. Like I've always uh, when I was a kid, I used to set up little shows. And oh my god! I had like this really embarrassing moment when I was a kid. Just one. Well, no, because now you've triggered. It's funny how when you say things, it just brings me right back to this era in time when I was maybe six or seven years old. All right. And I was uh, I was playing radio show by myself. But I also had a crush on this girl named Allison, right? Sure. And uh, I... Uh, I uh, would profess the things that I wanted to say to Allison on this audio recording. Because what woman wouldn't respond to right. that sort of uh, uh, pandering? But uh, I also, in the process, uh, recorded that particular bit of audio over my uh, sister's Talking Heads tape, ah, uh, yes. which, you know, uh, she was a big Talking Heads fan uh-huh. and uh, discovered this. So she didn't directly get angry with me she took the radio out of her room it was one of them big old 80s boom boxes right yeah and then she puts it on the couch in front of everybody everyone was there and she plays this tape and it's like allison i think you're so cute allison i think i'm in love with you And uh, I don't ever, I think that was the first time I ever remember being humiliated in front of your family. Humiliated in that fashion to the point where I shoved my head between the cushions of the couch (laughs) so I didn't have to look at anybody around me. <laughs> oh, I wonder what happened to Allison. I wonder yeah. what happened to uh, it. Was somebody Allison. It was four, uh, probably uh, thirty-five years ago. Oh, yeah. man, that's a, and do you ever you ever find yourself like uh, you know waking up in a cold sweat in a fetal position from this very moment from that uh, very little uh, incident? I do every single day. Cause I don't know if you are loving somebody. Well, that's a beautiful story, Steve. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, thanks for yeah. bringing that memory back. Well, I know this world is killing you. You know what? You know what? 
I should have held that boombox up in front of her house and did that's, that like you know, like the like John Q said. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you missed an opportunity. Oh, uh, uh, well, it's seven twenty-eight. <laughs> News is next to Rock One Hundred Two. Here, seven thirty. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Home's Memorial Day sale going on all month long. Get $1,400 off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thank you, uh, Bax. You're very welcome, Steve. I appreciate you introducing me to the news. Well, considering uh, the trauma that you just unearthed just moments ago, the least I can do is gently, softly introduce you for news. Uh, well, I appreciate that. You're Thank welcome. You. Right. Listen, I, listen, I know PTSD what PTSD along the way. I, I know what public humiliation is like. I've only been dealing with it every single day for 27 years. And here's your shot. Good for you. Well, hey, I'm just just trying to get ahead only, around here. Only way to get through yeah. life's difficult moments is to just bulldoze your way through it. And just talk about them. That's right. To a massive amount of people every single morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sure the audience wasn't really paying attention. I like my privacy. Here's my deepest, darkest fears. <laughs> it's too bad, though, that your sister didn't keep the tape. And we didn't you know, have access to Allison. I was just... Because it'd be great to play that I for know. Allison. And I wish I knew Allison's last name, because I'd love to stalk her 35 years later on Facebook. <laughs> Wait a minute! You didn't know her, you don't know her last name. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I, it's so it's so weird how like time goes on and you think you're gonna remember all of this stuff and then you don't. Like I I really don't. I don't remember. See, I think I remember all the the first and last names of all the women I crushed on real hard in high school. See, I remember I remember certain people's names because of something they did mm. that I that I'll always remember, like something that's freeze framed in my mind. And there was another girl named Allison in in one of my classes when I was in like third grade. Right. Uh, her name was Allison Vanderhoof. And the only reason I remember this girl was because what? Because her last name was Vanderhoof. No. It makes you, makes you laugh because it's a funny name? It is kind of a funny it name, is. isn't it? But th- this kid came into school the one day, and it was just when they were starting those uh, You Are a Star recording studios. It was like you could go in and record yeah. a song. Uh, one of my sisters did it for her boyfriend. Uh, she sang, uh, w- which became her husband, uh, We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off by Jermaine Stewart. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do we still have copy of that? Uh yeah, I'm sure there's a copy there somewhere. But I don't think it will ever be played again. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. That's uh, too but bad. Any- <laughs> but 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 this girl came in with one of those recordings and she sang she sang Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All and she played it for show and tell. And this kid had a set of pipes on her like like all of us were like <clears throat> this, this, she's going to be famous. I never heard from her ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm more famous than you says, yeah, speaks, a, that, speaks a lot. lot. You must have had a voice accident sometime that I never knew about. <laughs> she must have fell off the wrong side of the tracks. Hey, uh, let's maybe we should do some news here eh. a little bit. A uh, bipartisan group of senators is considering how Congress should respond to the horrific shooting of 19 school children and two teachers in Ovade, Texas. The senators are restarting gun control talks that have broken down many times before. The Democrats and Republicans say they hope to find consensus on legislation that could help reduce the number of mass shootings in the United States. 
The senators have narrowed the discussion to a few ideas, some of them based on legislation they have been working on for years, such as expanded background checks or red flag laws that keep guns away from people who do no harm. Did you see the uh, this is this as if the story weren't horrific enough? You see that the uh, the widower of one of the uh, the teachers that was shot died of a heart attack. Oh God! They had kids together, and now it's it's just you know, it's awful. It is awful, and you know uh, the stress of losing someone, and not just losing someone to you know. Because I, I can I can tell you how devastating it is to lose somebody to a disease. I can't even imagine what it's like to lose someone in this fashion where it could have been prevented and it didn't have to really happen. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it's I think it's hard for anybody to imagine. But but you can you can imagine, you know, profound loss and heartbreak for, right. you know, someone in, in that situation to it to a point. But what a what a horrible, horrible development in that story. Yeah, and if you're in that situation, it's a stressful situation. Of course, it really is. And depending on what you're, but if you also have health problems, that's not good for you either because your anxiety is heightened. Your you know it's 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 a devastating thing, and I I, I can't even imagine what it's like uh, to be somebody like that. You know, in that position. Uh, a 17-year-old woman was arrested Wednesday night after detectives learned she was in possession of illegal firearms. According to the Springfield Police Department, the Firearms Investigation Unit seized three ghost guns, what? <laughs> Four extended magazines, marijuana, and $7,500 from a 17-year-old woman in the area of 0 through 100 Amity Court. Man, I would, uh, I would uh, love to have that kind of money at 17 years old. 7500 bucks. $7,500. And marijuana. I barely had that at 55 years old. Oh, man, if I was 17 and I had 7500 bucks and a bunch of marijuana, I wouldn't even need the ghost gun. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're and absolutely they, right. And they can't release any of the names because, you know, these, He's these a minor. Are, uh, she's a minor. She. Yes. Uh, a body was found in uh, Chicopee of a 25-year-old man on Wednesday. Hamden County DA's office spokesman Jim Lydon said that a body of a 25-year-old man was discovered in Chicopee. There is no foul play suspected at this time, and the victim's identity has not yet been released. No other information has been provided by the DA's office. Hey, look who's here. Oh, hey, it's Marty hey. Caproni. Hey. Okay. hey. The Dean oh. of Springfield Comedy. I just got in here in time to listen to Chicopee News. Well, we didn't, you know, we didn't want to well, have you sit down the uh, in the hallway, not being productive. Yeah. The least you could do is waste our time in here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just talking about an unattended body found in Chicopee. Oh well, there's yeah. not much fun about that. No, there's, no not. there's not at all. Yeah, unattended. We can talk about other uh, Chicopee hood rat stuff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a minute how I went to Doc's place stuff for the very first time. Oh, the karaoke. The bar. karaoke bar, three hundred sixty-five days, days a year. year. <laughs> Are they closed on Christmas? I think so. <laughs> okay. We don't want any. We we wouldn't want any un. A divorcees in here complaining about Christmas. <laughs> a uh, student at Holyoke's Veritas Prep School has been suspended after bringing a toy gun to the school on Wednesday. Uh, Holyoke Public School Superintendent Anthony Soto sent a letter to students' families on Thursday, and he described that we don't tolerate this kind of thing, and yada, 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 leave your toy guns at home. That's it. I, I, I try, you know, again, this is not a good show and tell. Is bringing a gun to school. No, it's really not. It's the worst yeah. show and tell. 
You know, it's a different time, though. Do you remember when you were a kid? I remember doing show and tell. My friend's father was a police officer and came into school with a police revolver and passed it around. You know, (laughs) in fourth grade, I wouldn't I wouldn't I I, I don't even doubt you uh, that that would happen because we used to do a lot of stuff that's no longer allowed now. There was a I've talked about this incident before where I was with two other guys when we were like 14 or 15 years old and Adam Sandler had come out with that that album yeah sure with the uh and he was doing all the voices the toll booth willie and all that stuff and we were calling teachers from <laughs> at home from from his house and saying these nasty nasty things only to find out that one of the things we said we were gonna uh we left a message in the toll booth willie voice saying that we were gonna beat her over the head with a louisville slugger like he says in the thing <laughs> And uh, that woman had just come home from New Jersey. Who she was the vice principal from visiting her dying mother over the oh, weekend. So on oh top God, of that, oh, on top of the stress, bastard. yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> piece of garbage. Shiznit head, yeah, Poor. is what I am. Uh, and it, it was one of those things. But but we didn't get in trouble with the law, and we. We, today you would have we would have been in juvie we would have been in in, in a in a facility i mean my 100 uh, percent. I, I went to catholic school that's yeah. why I'm, I'm the way i am uh our teachers used to just beat us like that was what we that's what we got i had miss leonard in third grade used to have a uh it looked like a retractable antenna like you'd have on an old tv <laughs> and and she would undo the antenna so she could whack you at your desk oh, wherever yeah. you were oh and then if you were uh, if you were a bad kid the closer you sat to her was uh, was the worse you were as a kid because she could reach you more easily with the uh, thicker part of the antenna. I was uh, front de- front and center. I was going to say, you were probably front row throughout the whole I caught a lot of TV antennas yeah, to I this bet. day. To this day, yeah. I remember, because uh, I had nuns in, in yeah. my, when I was in, I was in like an elementary school. Oh, look at that. For- Did you go to Catholic school too, Bax? Uh, I went to a Catholic uh, kindergarten, and after that, it was all up. Uh, there you go. School. If you guys want your kid to be in entertainment, just send him to Catholic school. and uh, Yeah, because <laughs> you can get lots of material <laughs> by going there. Uh, but it, it, me going to Catholic school, it was like they they weren't like abusive like that, but they were. They still believed in those like draconian measures of punishing you. So if you did something bad, I would have to hold books in my hand, like. You hold the you hold these two giant like medical books out there. in your hand and stand there well, for like forty minutes. Well, maybe if you held a book in front of your face, <laughs> you wouldn't have to do that every that, now and then. Bex, that was the exact point that uh, Sister Mary said that. Of to course, me. yeah, she right. was like, hey, "If you pay attention to your schoolwork, you thing. Now you're gonna pay attention to your schoolwork." Well, Miss Leonard uh, choked me unconscious once with my clip-on tie in the hallway <laughs> as well. But you know, when I when I think back to uh, that. What they should have done was taken your tape of Allison, and uh, <laughs> they should have brought it into the class, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and played it for the class. Is it? Can you? Did you feel embarrassed for me while I, when you were listening to that story? Because I always get embarrassed just even thinking about I, that. I mean, and even I'm though be honest, it has, I was like, well, now I know what I'm going to talk about for the next hour. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about <laughs> Steve talk about Allison. Yeah, Allison. but you know, it also made me think about uh, the things with me. And I, I, at St. Pat's, I had. Uh, I, my first time that I, I had a crush on this girl for through kindergarten all the way up to third grade. Yeah, uh, Nikki LaDuke, shout out to Nikki. Uh, she's still around. And uh, I had this huge crush on her. I didn't tell anybody. And one day I told my friend Andy Robb, and uh, and I'll, I'll say why I said his name. 
I I told I told Andy I said look I'm telling you Andy never said anything to anybody mm-hmm. and then uh, that afternoon when they had to get your jackets out of the closet to go home he's like oh before we leave uh, I'm he would announce the rose for the things he said just also wanted to let everyone know that Marty's had a crush on Nicola Duke since oh, kindergarten. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord, yeah. that hurts. And he's also around. That's why I'm saying yeah. because uh, I always found it funny because he's actually a really well, well-regarded like CPA, accountant, investment guy, which oh. requires you to be super uh, discretionary and not say anything to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was always like the only time in his life that he ever said anything to anybody. Now, was, wouldn't, it been, wouldn't it been crazy if, if he was the guy that wound up with a girl? It would have been crazier that if the been girl was Allison and Steve and I had the same it was at the we, yeah. <laughs> we were in love with the same girl. You, I wish you could remember her last name because we could just do a shout-out for her and have her call yeah. Well, yeah, but she's, it was in New Jersey. There's got to be a way to get a hold of her. Yeah, I can't. Rem- I really wish I could remember her last name, yeah. right? but I cannot. My guess yeah. is it's one of these things where we would contact her and she said, Steve Nagel? No, I'm not a, I don't have any recollection of him. Or she'd be like, the uh, restraining order is still at- active. <laughs> <laughs> I renew it every year just in case. That, that is uh, crazy. That is very crazy. We just find it. We got, we got to re-up it now. Right. <laughs> uh, caregivers are needed for after 28 guinea pigs were taken to Dakin Humane Society after a person found them in a box by a dumpster on Wednesday. This is awful. You know, if you're Italian and you have a pig, you should take care of it. <laughs> you can't yeah. rely on these shelters. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we refer to those people as pigs all the time? I never understand. I was going to say, someone's going to get really offended by that. The group It's not personal, I swear. <laughs> the group includes adults and babies with more than 20 of them testing positive for ringworm which is a fungus and does not create worms of any kind in the patient. Foster caregivers are needed to help give medications daily and provide twice-weekly baths for approximately two to three months. Yeah, because that's something I want to take on right now. <laughs> Bathe guinea pigs? Please. That's a great job Please meet somebody. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do for work? I'm a guinea pig caretaker. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I got a, a ringworm-infected uh, guinea pig from Petco. If I had just waited six months, I could have gotten 28 of them for <laughs> yeah, free. could have had an army. <laughs> of them. A whole battalion of worms spewing pigs. Uh, housing, food, and medication will be provided. Uh, that's good. For how many days, though? You gotta clean that cage, like, all the time. They poop everywhere. Mm-hmm. And oh, now you gotta, you gotta wear gloves and give them baths and stuff? Come Section on. 8 guinea pigs. That's nice. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's, that's great. We have. Okay, let's not offend people here. <laughs> Just starting early in the morning. Let's get those letters coming in. Hey, hey guinea pig, where's your dad? He went out for a pack of Newports, and I haven't seen him since. 28 orphaned guinea pigs that are all on the state dime now. I see how it is. Yeah, where's my dad? Who's my dad? Who's paying for these things, huh? You and I. Yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. all outraged. Oh, yeah, sure. You get your little guinea pig food stamps within your wallet, out your wad yeah. of cash for the for the boo, for the booze. Now we're giving them cell phones? Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> You're up, Pioneer Valley. <laughs> You're Pioneer Valley. For, well, you work extra hard in that wheel, you'll get some COVID. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be cloudy with a high of 79. Could see a chance of a late day thunderstorm tomorrow. Thunderstorms uh, in uh, in the forecast with a high of 77. It's 64 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. As of it's 7:47 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Comedian Marty Caproni is in the studio. It's good to have you. Uh, always a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Always. It's, a, it's always a pleasure to be called gentlemen. Now, we don't uh, get that very often either. So uh, what do you got for shows coming up? 
Well, that's uh, that's funny. This weekend, I'm way up in the woods of uh, Vermont, where people don't even get radio service or cell signals, so I uh, no need to plug those. But next week, I will. Uh, the career's on fire, Steve. I will be uh, Wednesday. I will be at the Nook in Westfield. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a pretty cool little room there in the back. Now they've turned it. In, it was like one of those dive bars. They turned it into something like kind of chic, you know. So you can go there and get like a eleven dollar craft cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and sit and have some laughs in the back. So I'll be there on Wednesday night. And then uh, on Friday, I will be at Captain Jimmy's in Agawam. No kidding. Look at you. Wow. Yeah. Shooting straight up the start. Yeah, last last <laughs> weekend, uh, Gramercy Theater in New York. Uh, felt like I was going somewhere this weekend. I'm at the Nook in the Westfield <laughs> and yeah. Captain Jimmy's. Well, we, we go up and down on this roller coaster of comedy every day. Perfect we? time to play yeah. Paula Abdul's uh, One Step Forward, Two Steps Back yeah. uh, and then the, if we were a different station. And then the week after that, you'll be appearing in West Springfield with a donut dip. <laughs> you just be, you just provoked another memory. Uh, I used to uh, wish I was that cartoon cat in that video. Well, from that from that thing. Oh, sure, sure. She I, was hot, man. Paul was, Abdul yeah. back in the day was, yeah. you know, you start thinking about that, right? Who was who was the girl? For me, it was Madonna. Because I'm older than you. I, uh, yeah. I I had a gaggle of women. Uh, <laughs> it was Madonna was one of them, especially with that express. Because you're going through puberty. At it that was the time. express yourself. Video. It was the mm-hmm. express yourself video, and yep. then that Paula Abdul cold hearted snake, which was like, yep. I don't know what to do with these feelings when I watch this. <laughs> what am I doing? Can mom? Can we watch that again? You See, think, I, think about- I, I'm older than both of you guys, so mm. you know. To me, you know, the first time I started to have that itch, Carol yeah. Channing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, you're, gonna, you're not that far away. Uh, Batgirl. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And the old TV uh, show. Sure. What was her name? Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 she was, she was very famous. Yeah, uh, but the thing, the thing is, you know, when she was just, uh, when she was out of costume. Barbara Gordon? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, she did nothing for me. People. But you but you put her in that costume, and all of a sudden, you know, at a, at a, at a young, virile age, I'm going, hmm, mm. ain't this interesting. Yvonne Craig. Yvonne Craig. Yeah. Jeez, and that's probably carried over into our adult lives. If you ring Bax's doorbell on a Friday night, he probably answers the door in a complete vinyl suit. And uh, if you ring it at Steve's house, there's probably a girl in there just screaming at him for no reason. Yeah. Oh, wait, a a cold wait, right. snake. wait a minute. Who told you about my vinyl suit? <laughs> I think you'd look great, man. Really, oh, believe me, I, I I got quite a visit. There's a visual uh, visual for you at home. Oh, yeah. Log on to the Facebook page later. I'll be like Dave. Log on to the Facebook page later, and you'll see a picture of Bax in a vinyl suit. I really like the generational gap though that we have here. You know, we, you it's, and I are uh, you know '90s yeah. uh, thing, pop stars, and he's like back in 1968. But I'll tell you what, I bet you Barbara Gordon looks better than Madonna does. She probably does, even if she's dead. Uh, <laughs> Julie Newmar was what did, what did she was she she was Catwoman too she was Catwoman that's oh, I'm thinking Bat Bat girl. Bat Batgirl Batgirl okay. I mean you know, nothing wrong with Julie Newmar either but no but Julie I'm just saying Newmar that very Batgirl you know, Bat, oh go, not Batwoman no Batgirl yeah. oh that's go no go go back that's pretty creepy that it was Batgirl you know how yeah. old was Batgirl go back into the intertubes and you will see pictures of Batgirl and you'll say huh. I'll be damned. Look at all of that. Yeah. That's how I uh, reacted at a young age. 
Well, there you go. There's a, That's it. If Jenny is looking for something fun to do on Saturday, you know, go out and get yourself a Batgirl outfit. Yes, I'm sure she'd be happy to do that. I don't think he'd fit into it. I don't think he'd fit into it. No, it wouldn't be for me. Oh, 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 I thought you wanted to dress up like Batgirl. That's that's what I was getting at. So you were in New York. How was that? Uh, it was great. Gramercy Theater in New York City last uh, last week. And that's what I say. It's a bipolar career. You know, last week was that. And this, <laughs> this weekend coming up after this is the Nook and Captain Jenny's. Uh, but uh, it was great. It now, was were you there with Vic or I was there yeah with yeah. Vic yeah I wouldn't be there by myself there would have been three people if I was there by myself but um I was with Vic it was uh it was unbelievable that we gotta get him on we haven't had him I'll, have we had him on Vic DiBattio DiBattetto DiBattetto yeah uh once we had him on once and it was right after that bread and milk thing that he did for the sure you know, right like, yep. gotta get the bread and milk gotta that's what blew him up you know he yeah. was a comedian for like th- I tell him he's like the well, patron saint for guys like me he was just grinding it out for like 25 years yeah Drove a school bus, you know, made that video one day because he was getting annoyed with everybody on the Facebook. It blew up, and then overnight his career yeah. went yeah. It's, to it, the it's, moon. It's interesting when, when guys like that get a like a second shot. Yeah, at their career. A perfect example would be you know you know Rodney Dangerfield, another one. Yeah, first part of his career, he you know he was working real hard and it was just he was just eating it. Yeah. and then he make he leaves, he stops doing it, and then says, oh, "I'm going to give it another shot." And that's when he just absolutely blows up. Fifty years old, Rodney was out selling uh, aluminum siding. That, that'll date. Yeah. That'll date you. It wasn't even vinyl siding back then. It was, it was aluminum. aluminum, and he was selling uh, aluminum siding. At fifty years old, that's when he broke, and then he was in Caddyshack and all that other stuff, and you know became a legend. Vic, similarly, he you know that video popped, and then his phone rang like yeah. not even a year later. It was uh, Kevin James putting him in the Mall Cop movie and everything else, and he's never. He's never looked back. The first time I uh, met Vic was about five years before that whole thing, and he was part of this comedy troupe of the, I think it was Mark Riccadonna was, uh, oh, do you sure. know him? Yeah. yeah, I know Mark. Yeah. I, they all came, we, I, we did a show at Max's Tavern. Max's used to have these comedy nights on like a Friday night or whatever. What, the Hall of Fame there? Yeah, or? it was back oh, in like, it was go, It was like 12 years ago. It was back in like 2010 or whatever when we used to do these Because I just got mad. I'm like, they've never yeah. booked me, you know? Jeez, I never did a burger bar at the <laughs> Hall of Fame. But I was a year in. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and it was uh, it, it was cool seeing people that hadn't been around here before. Sure. Which, which was always, yep. you know, I mean, not to say I get sick of watching you. No, I mean, I get sick of watching me too, Steve. So it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I, I really get sick of watching. You should you. I don't st- know why. <laughs> you should stop by the Nook on Wednesday. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, or Captain Jimmy's, uh, or Cap- Cap- you know what? Captain Jimmy's is the place. Of- you know that? I mean, I've never, I've never performed there, so I don't know what I don't know what I'm in. I for, can eat, but- I can eat a prime rib before uh, you come on stage. <laughs> Perfect. That would be the best part of the night. It's like it's probably really reasonably <laughs> yeah. priced too. I'm gonna guess like twelve dollars for the whole prime rib or something like that. Eat, eat slow. We don't want Marty to be the only thing that chokes that night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, but we we had a great we, it was a great show. He was great. He, he was he was fantastic. He, and he wasn't fantastic. even a headliner at that point. He was like a he was the middle. I was the yep. host of the show, and he was the middle guy. He's, and uh, he he was he was pretty damn good. He is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those guys too. You know, sometimes you see a guy who's been doing it so long, and they just do their act, and nothing ever changes. Yeah. And you feel bad for those guys because you're like, geez, you start to feel like they're like a show pony or like a like a a, a monkey with the circus grinder, you know, the, the organ grinder or whatever. They just go out and they do their set, good or bad, come yeah. back. Can I get paid? Where's my meal? And yeah. then they and then they leave. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's no uh, hanging around and uh, you know. no, no. Yeah. Vic goes out. It's yeah. new stuff. Like he's always throwing new stuff into yep. stuff. He's he'll he'll do crowd work if he's have you know he just he's still got a young guy's spirit. You you know? Know, but you know what's interesting is like you, 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 you talk about like, you know a guy who doesn't change up his act very often but winds up being brilliant every time. 
was Gilbert would, would do that, too. Perfectly good example of a guy who wouldn't change a joke yep. at all to update it. But, I mean, I've seen that guy, you know, just, you know, just bomb the first 15 oh. minutes of his show. And then by the end of it, people are on their feet and on the tables because yep. they just, you know, I mean, that guy was an absolute genius. He, uh, I had him at, uh, I had him at Loft and I had him at, at Cabot, you know, yep. and um, when I, the last time I had him at Loft, it was funny, you know, I, I'd say, hey, Gilbert, what would you like to eat? I think I'd like Mexican. So, you know, okay, we got this great place. You know, I'd also like some flan. Okay, we'll get you flan. I could go for a milkshake. How about a fribble? Oh, yeah. I don't know what flavor. What would you want to How about one of each? Sure. Like, he would just see how much free stuff he could get out of you. Yeah. No no BS. When I picked him up at the La Quinta in uh, Springfield because he was staying where it was cheapest, he was like, I'd rather the extra money from the hotel in my check, you know? So he yeah. gets a La Quinta. And I'm checking him in at the hotel, and he's like, do you have any of the shaving kits? And the lady's like, sure. He's like, I'm going to be here for, like, two nights. Can I get, like, three shaving kits? <laughs> she gave him three shaving kits. He's, he took the hotel soap. He took everything. He's legendary oh, yeah. for being, yeah. for being w- that cheap. W- when we met him down at uh, Bobby V's, down yeah. there, it was uh, yep. Pat Oates and I were, we did a show with him. And he the exact same way. And he was... Such a nice guy, the very mild mannered, very kindest. like it, it was. It's just so weird to see somebody when you only see them in that one element. You don't see them out of that element, and it's just like, wow, you're a completely different person. Yeah, it's like crazy. I would spend the whole day with yeah. him. You know, we'd just be talking, and he'd be like, yeah, you know, I really yeah. like. He had a really soft whisper of a voice, and he get on stage, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. you know what I mean? But, it was, but but he'd, he'd what you just said. He'd be ordering food from Bobby V's, and he's like. Last time I was here, you made this edamame salad that was delicious. Do so you think you could put some of that cilantro lime dressing on it too? <laughs> he you know, know exactly like, yeah, what he wants. Exactly yeah. what he wants. Yeah. He so. took he we he had a show in New Hampshire the next day, and uh, he took a the the one of my partners and the one of the owners, Nuno. His girlfriend was like, "I'm going to Salem anyways. I'll take you up there. You can meet your car service up there, and it's a short ride to Portsmouth or whatever." So the the ride was um was late getting there so i said we'll just take him to lunch i'll pay for it or whatever yeah she comes back she says like a 150 dollar lunch because he decided he goes i i'm near the ocean i want lobster you know (laughs) so he ordered two lobsters fried ice cream like everything (laughs) on the goddamn menu you know did he he eat it all oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. oh sure yeah but 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 when the dude was on stage though he was a monster unbelievable unreal a monster uh you gonna stick around for us for the next hour so marty caproni will be here after eight o'clock bax has to step out i'm gonna have to uh, be away for a little bit which is fine but that's uh, cool yeah good to see you great seeing you always bax it's uh 758 with bax steve and dave and marty caproni on rock 102 hello Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, and Aerosmith on the Back Steve and Dave show at Rock 102. Going to see cloudy skies today with a high of 79. Uh, Could be a chance of a late-day thunderstorm. And then tomorrow, scattered thunderstorms throughout the day and a high of 80. It is 63 right now in downtown Springfield. We are here uh, with Marty Caproni, who has joined us for this hour. Back's had to step out for a little bit, but uh, Marty's here. Uh, We're just shooting the breeze. Well, I'm a a, a poor substitute for Back's, but I'll do my best. (laughs) We were shooting the breeze. We were talking. Uh, we were talking. Well, I don't want to say what we were talking about. Should we? I. Uh, we were talking no. about. Uh, we were talking about the power of radio and how. Uh, and how uh, it can deliver such great karma in such a way. <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But um, but you got some shows coming up. Uh, I do. Here, you know. You got- 
I said it the wrong way, Steve. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, next Friday and Saturday, I'm in Long Island, uh, New York, headlining Governor's Comedy Clubs yeah. at the Brokerage and Maguire's. So those are those are big ones for me. I'm at the Brokerage and Maguire's. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going back because the last time I was on Long Island, I discovered, do you know they have a casino on Long Island? Really? Yeah. You wouldn't even know this. It's an old Marriott. That somehow someone paid off some politician and put it in the name of the casino, Jake's. It's like Jake's 88 or something like that. <laughs> some guy named Jake must own it. It's an old Marriott that was, uh, you could still see the Marriott sign where they took the Marriott sign down yeah. because the dirt from the rest of the stucco is is uh, is different. And, <laughs> and where it said Marriott is clean. I was shocked that I lost my money uh, when I stopped there. I, I, I mean, who, who would have thought a casino named Jake uh, would, <laughs> would, 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 would su- succeed? And would thrive. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, would, would not get, would not pay out. But uh, so I'm, I'm going back. So I'm excited for that. So that's uh, next Friday and Saturday. Uh, but you know, next Wednesday is the Nook, and then the following Friday is Captain Jimmy's in Aguam. So you know, yeah. you got plenty of time. You can get out there this week and start tailgating in the parking lot if you want. Uh, the Nook is one of those uh, like interesting places. It is, and it's it's actually much cooler now than it was back before these new owners took it over. Oh yeah, and, he- and you'd drive by there in Westfield, and you'd see, uh, you know, like eleven o'clock in the morning, somebody stumbling out of there, realizing, oh, I just took my this is my last drink <laughs> ever. That was probably me. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. It used yeah. to be a notorious dive bar. There used to be two in Westfield. There was a Nook and then Britney's. Do you remember Britney's? Oh, I remember Britney's. Yeah, Brit- and now it's called, or it was called, the Pock, as if it was like some sort of Boston-based <laughs> uh, type of. Like you're saying, the pack, like, yeah, like, like the pack. Fenway Pock, you oh, know, God. like that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but the Nook, you'd always see. Uh, some unsightly folks walking out of there. Sure, but then sure. I, I went there when it when it opened when it reopened. It's so small, but it's it's a really nice like like it's, atmosphere it's a to cool, it. It's a cool. That's what I was trying to explain to Bax yeah. before. It's like a cool joint. Now it's like it has a very speakeasy vibe. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like they 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 have these speakeasies now. I went to yeah. one in Rhode Island one time. Uh, Jimmy Schubert, real funny comedian, was like, yeah. "We're going to the speakeasy after the show." He takes me to the. It's a. It looks like a lingerie shop. There's uh, the dolls in the window and everything. I go, what? What are you taking me to buy lingerie? Like, what's up with you, weirdo? You know. And he goes, oh, and it was closed. You know, I yeah. said, closed. He goes, no, I got to ring the bell three times. And he rings the bell, and then some guy comes out from the back and walks us through this lingerie shop, pushes open these curtains, and there's a huge like hipster bar in the back. And then the nook is kind of like that. Like you look at it from the road, it still yeah. looks like just like a dive bar. And you walk in, it's very cool, very chic. Yeah, and know? they have like roast beef sandwiches and oysters and yep. stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's food, like good yeah, it's drinks. one of those menus that you don't see quite often and, uh, around the area. And then the back of it, uh, my buddy uh, Joey Buddha, who who uh, handles the comedy there, he turned that room in the back into a really cool little showroom. So I'm going to use it. Um, you know, I'm obviously going to go to be funny, but I'm going to use it to kind of work some new new material out and stuff too. It's a it's a good little spot for that. He does an open mic on Thursdays, so I stopped in there and stuff you know what we should do we okay. should do like uh the dive bar tour and, and just like do a uh you know maybe a once a month or a weekly thing uh, that you could do where we would just go and just pop, it's a pop-up comedy shows i would do that in yeah. a heartbeat you if go anyone to, out there as a dive bar and they want us to do it we, uh, i'll do it in we, a heartbeat uh the ones that immediately come to mind are uh the buck lounge over in agawam <laughs> the, the buck yeah, the Buccaneer. You never been to the Buccaneer? No, I've never been to the Buccaneer. Oh, you got to go to the Buccaneer, baby. And oh, then uh, the Elbow. 
The elbow. Where's that? It's uh, it, How do you know all these places? Because I... Uh, Are you a dive bar extraordinaire or what? No, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, and okay. I used well, to same. like going to all these places. <laughs> and, uh, and and the elbow was one of them. That okay. was in Agawam. That's right near EB's Wings. Sure, like right sure. over on that side. And uh, Powers in West Springfield, we could we could do something there. Powers, I know. I could do the Atlas. That's right near my house in Chicopee. The yeah. Atlas Pub. That's one of my little uh, favorite uh, dive bar spots. The Atlas. The that, Atlas Pub. It's it's funny how like some of these places still stay in business after all of these years, and then some of them are just they just fold up and they go. You know what it is? Uh, they get they, you don't need a lot if you have big drinkers, Steve, and you yeah. know this because you're one, and so am I. If you have big drinkers. Uh, you don't you don't need a lot of those to keep in business. You just need them to keep coming back. So like you went yeah. to Doc's Karaoke Bar. I went to uh, yeah, we went to Doc's uh, Karaoke Bar last Saturday. What did uh, you do? Was that a date? Were you on a date or something? Uh, I was with a friend okay. at the time and uh, <laughs> revealing all of these things about me that okay. uh, you know maybe somebody doesn't want to see. So I figured okay. oh, I'll sing karaoke uh, yeah, at this sure. place. And uh, you can tell that the people in there are like. The people that go there all the time, because I could see that there was one guy who had a set of pipes on him. Yeah, there's always one. There's always the one guy who has the set of pipes on him. But you could tell he had a great rapport with the karaoke DJ because she just said, well, leave it on a prayer is what you're going to get, or whatever the song they was know, that he yeah, did, yeah, and yeah. he belts it out, and you know that that's the end of the game, but... Uh, it wasn't as divey as I thought it would be. Nah, it was actually like, very clean in there, which usually you don't find. It's not that <laughs> bad, you know. It, the, yeah. It's it's you know I, I I mean we could talk about dive bars all morning because I know enough of them. But th- yeah. that 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 dive bar, uh, they they found a niche, they made it right, and now yeah. those people, like you said, they come in. That's their Super Bowl for those like karaoke people. That's yeah. their they come <clears> there once a once a week on whatever night is their night. But you could go in there on a Tuesday night, and there'll be people in there belting out karaoke. Yeah. It's know? like uh, it's like the the dodgeball movie where like you know <laughs> they, like it's the extreme karaoke finals here at Doc's place. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I had no idea that karaoke still existed around the area because you don't really see it. it once Mingles closed, I'm like, well, Mingles was oh, 365 a God, year, and they Mingles. were open every day, and oh. they would have karaoke every single day of the year. Mingles and Geraldine's, the Wrinkle Ranch. You remember that? The one in places, weren't they? Oh my God! Different time. You know, I I don't know if anyone actually, probably the people listening remember this, but in my youth, like in the twenties, we had a set, like for the nightlife, we had a set pattern that everyone just somehow agreed to. Like people are all salmon or something. You know, salmon just all decide to swim the same way. One day, like on Monday nights, you went to Lemons and Chickabee. Uh, Tuesday nights was off usually. Wednesday night was Geraldine's. Yeah. Thursday was TJ's downtown. We're Friday playing a round of. At. We're playing a round of where stuff was. I used to go to Lemons and eat on uh, Tuesday nights, and they had ten dollars steak night. There you go. <laughs> and there was just a guy with a like a like a Weber outside cooking <laughs> cooking, cooking steaks steak. on the grill. And you know, at at twenty one, twenty two years old, you really don't care. You it's don't. a ten dollars steak. You're gonna eat it. You know, you, you might as well do it. You'd eat out of every hot dog cart outside. Of, but it was a pattern that people followed and said, there's none of that anymore. Kids, I don't even think, really go out anymore because they don't have to. Like, if you were 21 and you're chasing women, you know, you, you that's what you had to do. You had to go out, have a personality, learn how to talk to women. Yeah. Kids who are 21 now, they just pick up the phone, swipe this way, swipe that way. Yeah, like, I have a pain in my thumb yeah. muscle from swiping so yeah. much. 
It's like it's like when you order Domino's now. You can order it. My favorite thing on that app, I don't know if you ever had the Domino's app, but you order it and it says like Antonio's putting your pizza in the oven. You're like, ah, is it Antonio? Is yeah, or is, is it, it? Is it Antonio? It's Fred. Yeah, it's, it's just Fred. Some other name. Yeah, but uh, and then and then it shows like and uh, and Mark is driving the pizza to your house, and it shows like the. Yeah. But now they have the apps for that too for dating. They'd be like, you know, swipe this way. All right, Cindy is getting showered up. Yeah. She's on the way to your She's house. She's coming over to your yeah. house. Yeah, so a lot of these kids aren't going to have to have a personality now. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Like in 20 years from now, we're Listen, in trouble. It is It is absolutely crazy. And I, I did this thing a couple of years ago where I took electronics away from my kids because- Smart. I had to. Yep. It, it, it was you could I could foresee what was going to be happening. Right. There, you know, I, I don't want to get into like too much detail sure. what was happening, but- it needed to be stopped, yep. and I was so naive that I said, "You know what? I'm going to let them. Yeah, they can. You know, I'll parental controls. Blah 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 blah. None of it matters. Nothing is foolproof. The kids it. know how to get around anything that you put in front of them. And you could you could sit the other day uh, downtown Springfield. I oh. sat through one whole cycle of a light because there was yeah. a lady taking an Instagram picture of herself, mm-hmm. and she was doing the thing with the phone up and trying to yeah. do it this way and that way. And then I and then when I drove around her eventually, I looked over. She was like damn near fifty years old. Yeah, I was like, get a grip, lady. I just you know went down I mean? to, to Bay State yesterday, and the valet guy. You know how the valet yeah, yeah, guy. Oh, sure. yeah. The valet guy is clearly like making a TikTok or something oh, like outside worse. of the thing, and I'm like, this is not the time or the place to be doing this, sir. <laughs> You're going there to visit your relative who yeah. may be dying, and you yeah. see this guy doing a TikTok dance outside. Yeah. Five thousand views, man. I got it. <laughs> I got worst. it. Uh, but 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 it is the worst, and 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 social media is just it's just ill for especially for kids. I mean, you, you just you can't do it. So I take these things away from them, and they this weird thing started happening, Marty. They started becoming normal kids. And yeah, they, like talking they, and playing, they, and they and wanted to outside. go outside, <laughs> and you know, now instead of investing in like game cards or whatever, I'm now investing in things like a, like a trampoline and and things worth that it. yeah, totally worth it. Uh, but I know. That this is the way it is now, and I'm gonna have to concede at some point to give them at least a telephone, sure. like even if it's a cheap like yep. cell phone thing, because we had pay phones everywhere we went, right? We'd, and and you would and and your parents would always know where. You, well, I think you know you were, but at least now you can you know, right. keep track of them. So it is a completely different world, and I don't know how you do it on stage with all of these people. Picking up the phone every five second and checking, you know, what they got going on. Well, now, now it's not only that. Now it's, um, it's a, you know, when you go to a comedy club, the first thing they announce is uh, no recording and no yeah. taking pictures or whatever. But I've noticed a shift in the last couple of years that the people are becoming comedy club age. They exist in the era of Snapchat, which is where you're not doing something unless you document it by putting it in your Snapchat yeah. story. Yeah. And they'll sit there and they'll start recording. I'm like, excuse me, are you recording me? Like, yeah, I'm just putting it in my snap. Like, it's, yeah, but you're recording me and you're putting it on the internet. And I spent, you know, three months working on this joke and I don't want it to go out to the masses. Yeah, I want people I only to pay want to come people- see me tell it. And you're putting it on your Snapchat story for 4,000 yeah. people, you know? Yeah. And they don't think, they don't even think of it as it's recording. It's just like, no one can just live in the moment. You know what I mean? It's like when you used to go to a concert, everyone would hold up a lighter, you know? And then it was like everyone would take a flash. I went to the Aerosmith concert the last time they were around, and I don't think anyone watched the concert. No. They all watched it through I, their phone. I, I, I took. Go, go ahead. No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm sitting there going, like, what are you doing? Like, Steven Tyler's, like, right in front yeah. of you. 
and you got you're looking yeah. at it through your phone it, screen. It you don't want you don't want to be part of the show, like the the very <sighs> thing that you came for. I took the my girls to see uh, Ed Sheeran like four years ago. How was that? How it was actually know? a great show. Really? What? Well, what? Well, here, here's. Here's here's one. It, it was there was a couple opening acts which I okay. didn't realize was sure. going to be happening because it only had him on the bill. It didn't say, and you'd think you would list you know the other people, but it was some like young pop star, and then it was this band that came on and they sucked. They were like the <laughs> worst, right? And it, one of the one of the uh, one of the line, and my kids were like, "Where's Ed Sheeran? Where's Ed Sheeran?" And, and one of the lines the guy has in the song was, uh, "Shut your eyes." Shut your eyes. Shut your eyes. And, and, and my youngest goes, shut your eyes. Why don't you shut your mouth and bring Ed Sheeran on on stage? And, uh, and and he comes out, and it was a great show. Because yeah. I'm like, where's the band? Because I had never, I didn't know that he did all that stuff by himself, which was very impressive. He records all the tracks, and yeah. then he just plays along with the guitar and sings. Um, but the band that was playing was, they start singing this song called Chasing Cars. Oh God! It was uh, Snow Patrol. Oh yes! And when they start singing that, that was the last song they did. I go, oh, it was that crappy band. I totally <laughs> forgot about them. I saw them open for you too. I think yeah. of uh, Foxborough. They were pretty garbage. There. <laughs> but 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 the point I was trying to make was in front of us there were three girls, probably eighteen to twenty-two, like yep. th- three of them sitting there, and one of the girls has a phone up with her friend on FaceTime. Oh, God. And she's like, look, look at the show. And I'm like, no, she should have bought a ticket. Like, this isn't the way, this is not not the way you do this now. This is ridiculous. No one knows how to be in the moment or be present anymore, you know? That's why we're going to do our dive bar show, Steve. We're going to do a dive bar tour so these people can be in the present. Yeah, we're going to pick up all these uh, emotionally disturbed people (laughs) and try to make them laugh. That's what we do. Uh, Marty Caproni in the studio with us. You going to stick around for just yeah, a little bit? Yeah, I'll be bit? happy to, sure. Uh, and uh, and we'll, be, we'll be back on the Bag Steve and Dave Show. It's 825 on Rock 102. 836 at Rock 102. It is time for news, and it's brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, we have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Dave Coombs is out. Bax is out, but Marty Caproni is here. Oh, what I'll gr- still be doing the news. <laughs> we don't trust you with reading anything around here. I'm poor substitute for 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 Bax and for Dave. <laughs> a uh, bipartisan group of senators is trying to find a compromise on gun legislation. This that's after Democrats first attempted at responding to the mass shootings in Buffalo uh, and Texas uh, failed Thursday in the Senate. Republicans blocked debate on a domestic terrorism bill that would have opened debate on hate crimes and gun policy. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he'll give negotiations about two weeks while Congress is in recess. The bipartisan group of senators met after the vote and focused on background checks for guns purchased online or at gun shows, red flag laws designed to keep guns away from those who could do harm and school security measures. Uh, A body was found in Chicopee of a 25-year-old man on Wednesday. Hamden County DA spokesman Jim Lydon said that the body of a 25-year-old man was discovered in Chicopee. No foul play is suspected at this time, and the identity has not been released, and no other uh, information has been provided. A student at Holyoke's Veritas Prep School has been suspended after bringing a toy gun to school on Wednesday. Holyoke Public uh, Superintendent Anthony Soto sent a letter to students and families Thursday, and I won't read the whole letter, but I'll just say, uh, he just says, don't bring the toy guns to school or there'll be consequences. 
I mean, at what point do you not have that conversation with your kid right after a mass shooting? Probably not the day to bring a toy gun to school, right? I mean, you know. I, I am one of these people who tells my kids all the time, you know, if, they, if I bring home something cool or, you know, like, yeah. you know whatever, I, I won't, I'll be like, you do not take this out of the house. Like, right. this stays right here. Right. Because it could be, whatever it is, it could be seen as threatening or, yeah. or inappropriate for, for whatever setting you're in. And I'm, I'm like, waiting for to get a call from the school someday saying, guess what your kid did? Your kid brought in that flamethrower yeah. you bought off yeah, the that, internet. That thing you were uh, burning the weeds <laughs> with outside of your house. It's here. It's in the office. We're going to be keeping it. It's unreal. I I once uh, when I was a kid I had uh, my dad had one of these magnetos. You ever you ever see those? What's was, a mag- Is that like your it, magnet fishing thing? Is that no the, no no no? It was uh it was one of these like you could use it to do a science project to make a circuit board and and generate power out of it. You know it would have a couple of watts on it. You know volts okay. volts or whatever. And it could power something if you if you turn the wheel fast enough. Well, oh, it's like a crank. Like yeah. A, yeah, I remember those. Well, okay. Also, what it would do, if you put your fingers on those two things and started turning the wheel, you'd shock somebody. And it was kind of <laughs> like a shock lighter. And I was doing this to kids on the school bus all day long. Yeah. Like these little kids. I'm in like sixth grade. I'm like, hey, first grader, come <laughs> over here. Let me, you know, I was, I was the dick. I yeah, was, yeah, I was yeah. being a dick. <laughs> and then the bus driver catches wind of that. She takes the thing. And then it was confiscated by the school, and we never got it back. Ah, well, you know, my brother did that. My brother, <laughs> uh, now he's an electrical engineer, uh, but my brother, back in the day, my parents used to get him. You know, used to have real toys back then, you know? So they used to get those uh, science kits. Remember, they are like the yeah. 401 science, science kit. You can make a doorbell, a motion sensor, all these different yeah, things. Yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. you have the little springs, and you put the wires. My brother did that, and then he wired it to my doorknob. Uh, with current flowing through it. So, like, when I went to go open my door, it, like, shocked my hand, and, and my hand convulsed around the doorknob, so I was, like, stuck on it, and I was getting shocked. I wasn't that bright to figure out revenge, yeah. but every night my brother used to kind of jump on his bed and put his head down on his pillow, so I filled his pillow with uh, D batteries. I just put them all in the, those giant D batteries so that when he jumped on the pillow, it smacked him in the in the face. That was my, that was the best revenge I could come up with. You can, you can tell you're dating yourself, Marty, because... Uh, D batteries were not that expensive when we were younger. Oh, now yeah. they're like now it's like mortgaging a house. Is anything like, even run on D batteries anymore? Uh, I don't. Ladies? I don't. Ladies, uh, I think I have a couple of flashlights at home that required D batteries that were from like the eighties. But uh, those yellow ones, remember the yellow yeah, yeah, ones yeah. with the you know, the black yeah, the giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they use. I don't. Technology wise, do we even need new batteries anymore? Are those big giant square ones? I don't think we need to use no, those anymore. No. no. Everything is so small now. Not to get into the whole Tesla thing, you know, not to jump into to the uh, Elon Musk stuff. I don't know if you've seen that in the news. No, I, w- I, I don't oh! pay attention to this man. Go ahead, oh, uh, please. Well, uh, you bring, hey, Listen, my job is to do news, but you're the one who's bringing it to me. So go yeah, ahead. well, I got to do that. I got to clean yeah. it up the best I can for the radio. But Elon Musk uh, got in trouble for uh, soliciting a masseuse on an on a private plane that Tesla owned. He employed uh, a flight attendant who was also a masseuse, and uh, he offered her a horse uh, if she would uh, touch him inappropriately. Allegedly, that's the that's the allegation. I. I believe that. 
Because you ever see like an interview with him? He is an odd, odd person. Sure. Yes. You know, he's obviously smart enough Super to make genius. money, right. uh, but he's very he's a very odd person. And as someone I know uh, said to me, she said, people with money feel like they can do anything, so that's probably true, which I, I believe could probably be true. But of all the things to bribe somebody with, a horse. A horse, yeah. It's a hard thing because where is that going to go? You know, now you're doing a you're doing a hundred flights a year with this guy. People yeah, are like, yeah. how come you have a hundred horses on your <laughs> your front yard? How about something like smaller, like compact, like jewelry, maybe yeah. diamonds? You know, maybe even a toy horse. Yeah, seat, yeah. you know, something something that's not going to take up much room in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, you know, you're right. Where does this woman live? Does she have stables in her front yard? Yeah, is well, she, she married? She keeps coming home with horses. Or else, like, that, that, every that, time you take a business trip, you come home with a horse. That, What's going on, sweetie? That's a good tip for the ladies. If you're going to be wooed by uh, a multi-billionaire. Uh, Cash or jewelry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Make it simple. Because like, <laughs> you, you really not think. Yeah. Cash or jewelry. No livestock. Yeah. No livestock, no donkeys, but, no horses. But that's the thing. You know. Oh, I want a horse. Okay, here's a horse. And you just drop the horse off with no feed, no place to put <laughs> right. it. You, you know, right. like you just have this horse. They cost yeah. like they cost like $900 a month to board or $600 oh, a month to board. It's way more expensive yeah. than that. I knew somebody who was paying like $2,500 a month just to, I think that included all the hay and the you know uh, all the things that you got to feed it. And it was like. You're giving your life up. Yeah, you know what doesn't cost anything? Uh, diamonds. Just get your diamonds and just That's put right. them in a drawer. Uh, the House uh, voted unanimously Thursday to crack down on the distribution of sexually explicit materials without a subject's consent and create a new middle ground option for law enforcement to take when dealing with teenagers who exchange explicit pictures and videos of themselves or their peers. With its 154 to nothing vote, representatives uh, sent to the Senate a proposal to tackle a pair of related, sometimes overlapping issues that have erupted in the digital age. Teen sexting, which uh, police under current law have few ways to handle outside pursuing child pornography charges. And revenge porn, which prosecutors in Massachusetts have struggled to punish. What is revenge? Oh, that's like... That's like uh, somebody breaks up with you and then you're like, well, guess what? I'm taking that video you did of you... uh, you know, giving me a mouth hug, uh, a mouth and, hug. and I'm putting it up on on <laughs> lobster tube. Is is that is that a can everyone here go to lobster tube? Now? Yeah. I, what do you think lobster tube is going to get for hits after you just said that? And so that's a real so yeah. that's a, a real pressing issue that we have right now that Congress had to act on. There's a well, you know what it, it it's more about the kids and it's more about these teenagers who are doing this stuff yeah and uh you know everything is uh, there's easy access to, to 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 information and pornography and all this other stuff so when you're acting those things out oh, the first man. thing you want to do is send it to all your friends and what and, a and, nightmare you know, this is this is this i mean that's the mind of a teenager you're going to oh. send that stuff to your friends this is why you should never take pictures of yourself but this well first of all if you just get fat and out of shape enough you'll never be uh you'll never want to uh that's the first thing if you're sitting at home and you're worried about your kids stop having yeah. such a good looking kid you know feed them extra get them fat that's- them up your fault. <laughs> hey, uh, Marty Cabroni, we got to wrap things up here All with right. you. Uh, but uh, we do appreciate you coming in. Uh, where's the next place we can see you? So, uh, yeah, you can see me. Uh, well, uh, th- that'll matter. Um, not Vermont this week, but uh, you can see me on Wednesday at the Nook in Westfield. Friday and Saturday, be in Long Island at Governor's at the Brokerage and McGuire's. And then um, 
I will. Uh, I'm going to be at a Hardee's in Greensboro on Wednesday. <laughs> the following Friday will be at Captain Jimmy's. And then the other thing I wanted to tell everyone, uh, I know you got Paul Mercurio coming on to yeah. talk about his uh, thing at uh, Comics Roadhouse at Mohegan Sun. I will be headlining my first weekend ever. Uh, it only took me about 13 years of climbing up from a guest spot in the weekdays to uh, headlining comics at uh, Mohegan Sun the first weekend in August. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All those years ago at the Poorhouse, and who knew you'd be playing the Nook in the West The Poorhouse. I still remember yeah. you doing that gig, and I remember yeah. that girl Jen coming up to me, and I said, do you have any advice? And she said, yeah, why don't you have a punchline and say something funny? Oh, <laughs> and where is she now? Well, uh, you know what? She's not out in the road because I don't see her. Uh, but, you know, you she was right, so I can't really be that upset about it. Marty, Marty Caproni, it's always good to have you in the studio. Thanks so much for being with us this Great morning. Great to see you, Steve. It's uh, 847. we got comedian Paul Mercurio coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Imagine a job where every day... 849 at Rock 102, we go from one comedian to another. Uh, moving along to an interview with Paul Mercurio on Rock 102. Great to be on again, man. Thanks. How you guys? Everybody good? Yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing great. Uh, I see you're coming back to Mohegan Sun. It's been a while since you've been there. Yeah, it's been since 2019. Because uh, of COVID and everything, I, it just you know everything kind of got put on hold, and so yeah, I'm doing four shows June 2nd to the 4th. So uh, at Comics Roadhouse, I'm really psyched. Now you've uh, you had COVID t- uh, not once but twice. Uh, how yeah, how how bad did you get it? Well, I, I got it in 2020, and then I got it again a few months ago because I wanted to see what all the kids were talking about with the new variant. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a cool thing to do to get a second time. <laughs> trying to be cool. It's, I'm telling you, it sucked. I'm still tired from it. I'm what they call a long hauler, and they don't know anything about it, nothing against the medical community. When you first went in in 2020, I, 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 and I had all these things, and my doctor had a checklist. I'm not making this up. And I'm like, so go, tell me what's going on with you. Well, I lost my sense of taste smell. Yes, we've heard that. And uh, you got shooting pains. I got shooting pains in my body. Yes, we've heard that. And I'm really tired. Yes, we heard that. You, and you could say anything at that point. Every Tuesday, frogs <laughs> yeah. crawl out of my ass. Yes, we heard that. And she's like, "Well, uh, when the frogs crawl out of you, are they blue? Or are they green? Like it's, it's like it was insane, right?" And then living in the city, like the whole world shut down. But New York City, I didn't realize how used to getting I was to like noise and create right. Like, and then when it stopped being noisy because everything shut down it was eerily quiet like it freaked me out like i wanted the noise and the craziness of new york city because it made me feel like things were normal so just so i could feel normal again i went out and i bought a jackhammer and i just started jackhammering around new york city (laughs) (laughs) for like no reason at all like at six in the morning outside people's windows you know just like what they normally do jackhammering like it, it was crazy. And, you know, it, and when somebody told you to shut up, did you go, hey, I'm working here? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Actually, to really replicate it accurately, I did the jackhammering, and I got six of my friends to stand around and drink coffee and watch just so <laughs> that I could look like a city worker. Yeah, if, only you could then, have, if only you could have emptied a dumpster at like 5 o'clock in the morning, that would have rounded the whole thing out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. A, a, a dumpster that owned by a glass company. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always like the guy who operates a dumpster truck who like who empties a dumpster like you empty a pail and you got to hit it with like a few. <laughs> it's like, 
like, do you get like, do they get a bonus if they get if there's like a little piece of garbage at the bottom of the dumpster? They take well, the, the banana peel oh, and the God. rat are stuck to the bottom, <laughs> so they need to knock it out. Exactly, of yeah. exactly. Uh, by the way, I saw a rat running around the other night with a whole green apple in its mouth. <laughs> I swear to, God, I'm not making this up. It ran across. It was right outside the Late Show Theater in New York City, and had a massive Granny Smith green apple. And you're so used to stuff in the city now. All I could think is, good for him. He's working out, you know, yeah. being healthy. <laughs> Probably organic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going. Little... I'm going all natural with the food. <laughs> right. Yeah. He had a sweat headband on. He had a I... little iPod earbuds in. He was really going for it. I I saw a video once of this rat. It was like obviously in a New York City subway somewhere, and it was like carrying a giant piece of pizza, like one yeah. of those mega yeah. slices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and, exactly. and you're right. You, you think like, well, that's a go getter. That's a guy who yeah. who's hungry. He's <laughs> he's got priorities. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, and he likes uh, he likes uh, pepperoni and onions on his slice. Like yes. it was very selective. And then the rat behind him was pulling a nice green salad with some balsamic vinaigrette. It was a whole, like, dinner. Yeah, because, the other, and, the, and there was an older rat that was complaining about yeah. the size of the portions, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. and, and you know what? Leave him alone. He's just he's feeding his anxiety. His brother was killed in a dumpster accident only last week. <laughs> exactly. He got in the way of a jackhammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, watch then, out for them random jackhammers. Yeah, exactly. And then I realized when the city was starting to come back to normal, um, uh, you know, again, because of COVID and all this other stuff, but two cab drivers get in a fight over a parking spot, right? So they get out of the cabs, and they got their masks on, and they square off like the fists are up, right? And they start <laughs> swinging at each other, and they get really close to each other. And then you can see one of them thought to himself, oh, I'm supposed to social distance. So he backs up. <laughs> But he keeps swinging his arms because he wants to keep fighting. And then he'd, like, run toward the guy, like, for a minute and swing his arms and then run back. It was like watching two three-year-olds fight. I was like, eh, eh, eh. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It, it reminds me of and almost, the, like, the Foghorn Leghorn commercials with the chicken hawk <laughs> or the cartoons with the chicken hawk. And I'm going to get me a cab exactly. ride. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, I, like, I was stuck home like everybody else, right? And I started doing work around the house. We go to a place up in in, uh, in uh, Stonington. We go to and like it's like okay, that my 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 wife's like, why don't we do a few things like take the wall down between the kitchen and the living room? Oh, okay, yeah, I got, I'm getting over COVID. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I needed to order some screws, like certain stainless steel screws. I needed for something. And this is how bored I was during all this. I actually. On Amazon, I ordered these screws. I started to track the shipment of screws on Amazon. Okay, that's how bad this was. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, Chicago. What the hell are my screws doing in Chicago? Like I was like, <laughs> losing my entire mind over this thing. And then I see people go on cruise ships. Listen, I never understand cruise ships. I get some people listen like like cruise. Ships. I don't get it. Okay, I just don't get it. I'll never get it. You know, first of all, you have six hundred, seven hundred dollars a week to live in a closet in Golden Corral quality buffet. Why? Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? There's only one reason to go on a cruise, guys. It's to kill your husband. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Lost at sea. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I, honey, I think I dropped my earring. No, closer to the edge. I, 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 I never, I never understood the the uh, the fascination with cruises either. I've never been on one. I've heard they're great, and but I've also like talked to. Obviously, you're uh, you you are in the business of of the comedians, yeah. but you probably met other comedians who get hired. To, have you ever been hired to be on a cruise ship? No, if I do that, I want you to kill me. All right, okay? yeah. I want you, one of you to come to my house and just put something in my food and put me to sleep. Because, no, I, can't, I couldn't do it. I don't like people. I don't want to be around right. them on a cruise ship. I can't get on an elevator anymore with people in my building because I can't make small talk. I, I don't have it in me anymore. I don't know if it's because I'm older now. The chit-chat, oh, the weather, I don't care. Give me a gun. I can't do it, okay? <laughs> this, you laugh. This is how bad it is. My wife will tell you. If you poison me, okay, and I had to get to the 11th floor of my building, let's say, to get the antidote, and I got on the elevator, and then it's just about the doors about to close, you got on, and I would have to talk to you for 11 floors. I would get off and die in the lobby. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother. I, you know what? I can't take this ride. You're on your own. <laughs> I you know what I mean? It's just I don't have it in me anymore. I just can't do it. And, and well, listen. I'm not, um, you guys know me a while, we know each other a long mm-hmm. time, I, I'm not, you don't want to live with me, I'm annoying, I'm just an annoying human <laughs> being, right? I, you know. well, but it's not my fault, hey, come over to the house sometime, you need something in the refrigerator, this is how my, this is how my wife does the refrigerator packing setup arrangement, right, you need like uh, sardines and maraschino, maraschino cherries, they're right up front in the uh, and you need, like, obscure stuff like eggs, milk, butter, and juice way in the back of the refrigerator. Yeah. You need, like, a team, an excavation team to go in to find it, okay? Yeah. It's like a game of Tetris. you got to be very careful <laughs> you on be how careful. you place everything. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. hilarious. That's it. <laughs> and then my, oh, the whole thing. My dog, my, my dog, I was, you know, when I'm around for a long time, my dog gets, like, those through three stages. First, it's a, a daisy. She has a weak sphincter, by the way. And uh, she does. She does. We have to give her a pill twice a day, and that's all my wife cares about. I could, like, be bleeding from the jugular. Did you give Daisy the pill? I'm bleeding. I know, but did she get her pill? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm Italian, and I, this is not an act. Like, I get, like, animated, and the hands are moving, and i got to be careful to raise my voice because Daisy will get stressed, and then there'll be, like, little squirts around the house. Like, yeah, yeah. There are wee pads everywhere. It's like you come to my house, it's, it looks like an assisted living facility, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All you need is a little bit of desitin just to kind of oh, sleep. Paul, Paul Mercurio is going to be at the uh, the Comics Roadhouse at Mohegan June 2nd through the 4th, Thursday through Saturday. Paul, it's always great to talk to you, and, uh, and, and, and best of luck with the shows coming up. Yeah, thanks. And people can go to comicsroadhouse.com for tickets, but I'm really excited to be back. It's been a while. So That'd be great. I uh, hope you all can make it up. All hey, right, thanks, good, guys. Good to see you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Paul Mercurio with Back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Live in concert. 